0: Have you come to do that today? Have you come to bring an offering of praise and of thanksgiving and of worship to the King of kings and Lord of lords? Come on, let's offer that up to him right now. God, we've come to praise you. We've come to lift you up, Lord. God, not just to go through the motions, not just to go along, God, but to take a moment to praise you, O Lord, and to worship you. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord, amen. It is so great to have Sister Ann at her home away from home, amen. We're so delighted that she is able to be here with us today, amen. And I am thankful to be in the house of the Lord and all that God is doing, amen. And I am thankful, I'm thankful to know that we can come to church anytime, but especially in this season, and not change who we are, amen, that we don't have to put on this show or this production, that we don't have to stick to the script, I, I, I applaud every one of our ministers, I applaud our worship team and our musicians for not just coming up here and doing something but that they obey the Holy Ghost. You can't tell me that it doesn't make a difference. I know that it does. Amen. Amen. I am so thankful for what God has already begun to do in this place today. Amen. And I have been so stirred the last two weeks. Amen. And I, I pray that the Lord would help us here today to accomplish what He wants to accomplish. Amen. But if you would... Turn with me in your Bible to Matthew chapter 2. We're going to hop around a little bit. but Matthew chapter 2. We'll read verses 1 and 2. Verse 4. Verses 8 through 12. Amen. Matthew 2 verse 1. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, Behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born King of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Verse 4, And when he, being Herod, had gathered all of the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. Down to verse 8 again, He being Herod sent... These wise men that had come to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. When they that had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream, That they should not return to Herod. They departed into their own country another way. Another way. And today, for just a little while, with the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to preach to you on this subject: departing another way. Departing another way. It doesn't matter how you got here today. It doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter your background or your past. It doesn't matter what door you came in today. You can depart another way. There is divine direction that is here for somebody today. And if you could get on that road today and you could let the Spirit lead you. What happened earlier was not going to happen in flesh. Flesh doesn't do that. Flesh doesn't want to step out and respond that way. But when you let the Spirit have its way, when you get in divine direction and alignment with what God wants to do, there's no telling what can happen in the house today. Father, we love you today. We thank you for what we've already felt. God, I pray right now that your anointing would rest upon these lips of clay. God, that you would open every ear and heart to receive the Word of God today. God, I feel your Spirit already moving and stirring. God, I pray that before this service was over, God, that somebody would turn, that somebody would repent, that somebody, God, would realize there is a better way. God, help us today in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. You can be seated today. We have all seen maps like the one that they are going to show us right now. They're on the coloring pages at the restaurant. They're in the workbooks when we are kids showing us that there are options. There are roads you can take. Some have only one way in and one way out. Some become more complicated the older you get. But then you have some like this one, where you find yourself in a position where you have to make a choice. We don't get the advantage of seeing life like this, because if we did, we might plan a little better. We might make some choices a little differently. We might say, man, I realize if I take this direction, it's going to lead me to nowhere. And if I take that direction, it's going to lead me into trouble. If we only had insight enough to see like this, we would choose the path a little differently. But we don't get to know the end result of every choice we make. I don't know the end of this path or the end of that path. And we could just pick one and see where the path leads us. We could eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and just see what happens and which one my finger lands on and just go that direction. Or we could just say, you know what, it probably doesn't matter because we can get to where we've got to go. Or I can let the Spirit lead me where I ought to go. For the psalmist said in 32 and 8, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Psalms 143 and 8 says, Calls me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. For in thee do I trust. Calls me to know the way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my soul unto thee. And while it may have seemed like mere coincidence that brought them to Bethlehem, it was, in fact, divine direction. It was an opportunity for them to know God and to meet God and to see what change God could really make in their life. That only comes by your willingness to do what it has been asked of you to do. And while our text brings us to a place later in this event, I want to rewind a little back to when Joseph is in a place where he finds out the love of his life, Mary, who he has not been with yet, is now expecting child. And all of the questions begin to flood his mind. All of the thoughts, all of the worries, all of the concerns. But the Bible tells us he was a just man. Not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away. He was faced with some tough decisions. He saw himself there and every path he could take. I could put her away, I could hide her, I could leave her, I could go along and just forget all our dreams and forget all of our plans, and the Bible says that he pondered these things, he thought on these things, he was at a crossroads, what do I do with her, what will they think about me, what will they think about her, what will they think about our family, should I go right? Should I go left? Should I go forward? Should I back up a moment and assess the situation? But Matthew 1 tells us, he did not just make a rash decision. He did not go about it saying, well, it really doesn't matter. What's done is done. And we say it all the time, well, it is what it is. He said, no, it may be what it is. But I'm going to think about this. I'm going to take just a moment and think on these things. And we would all do ourselves a favor today before we take one more step. Before we just walk down a path. Before we just go this way because it looks right. And take just a moment and say, hold on, there's a lot at stake here. There's a lot that comes to play here. This is the love of my life. This is the baby that will be born whose name is Jesus. There's a lot of things I've got to consider. It would do us well to stop and think about things before we respond, before we just jump in and do things. Jesus said, before you go, just start building a tower and a building. You better stop and you better count the cost. Before you go down that road, you better sit back and think on these things. Before taking the next step, perhaps you might ought to think what the outcome may be if I continue going down this road. Matthew 1, verses 20 through 24 says, But while while he thought on these things, Behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. Don't be afraid to go this direction. Don't be afraid to go this route, because it's all going to be okay. Fear not to take Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken.